Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, this is Bianca Andrescu, and you're listening to Tobin Tonight. I want to ask you to get like really started here is I thought it was kind of interesting that, you know, yes, we know we know you as Canadian, but you have a more you have a different background as well. Can you kind of get into that? Because I know your parents came here in 94 from Romania. Yeah, from Romania, a small town in the southeast. And I grew up there actually for three years of my life from the age of six to nine, I would say. I actually started playing tennis there. My parents loved watching tennis growing up and I was always an active child, but Nothing really stuck with me. I tried gymnastics. I tried swimming, skating back in Canada when I was little or more little than (laughs) six years old. And yeah, one day my dad's like, why don't you try tennis? I mean, you don't like anything else. And then I tried tennis and I loved it ever since. I think it was kind of like meant to be as cheesy as that sounds. But uh, yeah, I started playing tennis there. I grew up I had my three years of my life there and I speak the language, which is awesome because I only speak English and Romanian and a little bit of French, but please don't test it. No, no. Listen, I (laughs) I know like maybe three things in French, three things in French. That's all I'm good for. Yeah, me (laughs) too. It's just like, it's like, hello and hello. How are you? And can I use the bathroom? That's probably it. Yeah. I want to ask you because like, obviously you said you were interested in different sports as well. Like you tried them. But like, what made you gravitate to tennis? Because if I tell you what sport I gravitated to, it was bowling. No one comes out to watch someone bowl. Like, if you're good at tennis, people are like, really? yeah. Unless unless you're like on like ESPN's like, you know, bowling channel where you're the guy who's like, who do you think you are? I am. <laughs> Other than that, if you're not that good, they're like, just just let him be. So what made you get so energetic everyone about tennis? Loves, everyone loves something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Well, for me... First of all, I loved individual sports. Like I loved swimming, I loved skating and gymnastics as well. I kind of gravitated more towards like the individual sports. I have no idea why, maybe because I don't necessarily like people. (laughs) So I like to be in my own little bubble. And it's also great because if you do anything wrong, it's solely up to you and uh, it's your doing. So I don't have to like worry about anyone else, if you know what I mean. And just, I don't know, the feeling of hitting a forehand winner, the feeling of hitting a drop shot, the feeling of just being on that court, moving side to side. I, I grew up playing on clay, so I love the clay. But yeah, I just, I, I absolutely loved it. There's nothing really in particular. I just really, really loved it. See, that's fair because like individual sports, it's all on you. But now see, I'm the type of guy when I was yep. younger, even as an individual sport, I would like look around and be like, how can I blame this on you? <laughs> it's like, sir, <laughs> you, you struck out you on really that ball. And, yeah. <laughs> you struck out that time. That was strike three on you. I'd be like, that's, that's Timothy's fault. Timothy, get over here. Be like, 
I why breathing too loud. (laughs) Yeah, you stop stop breathing. You're you're not helping. And next minute it's like, I'm trying the best I can. I'll be like, thank you. Thank you. Now I can do things. Uh, (laughs) Obviously, with individual sports, there's a lot of pressure and it's all on you. Right. Like if you if you succeed, it's almost like I, I love the movie Coach Carter, but there's a line in Coach Carter that's like you told us we win as a team, we lose as a team. If one guy triumphs, we all triumph. So like, I want to ask you, because 2019 was a stellar year for you. Canadian Open, you won. That's like the first time, I think, in like 50 years a Canadian's ever won that. U.S. Open, you've won that. So like, this is like your all-time high. So like, what's going through your mind, you know, going up against one of the great, you know, tennis players that we have in Serena Williams. But like, what's going through your mind challenging her winning but now you're a canadian winning at the u.s open there's jokes late night shows made jokes about the canadian winning the u.s open but like tell me through the highest of high like what's going through your mind as you're winning this <sighs> nothing Man, just deadness um, like no <laughs> just deadness no i yeah. wish there's yeah. way too many emotions it was so overwhelming I remember like after I I won that match, I was laying down on that court and all I was thinking about was how all the hardship that I went through was so worth it. Like just for that moment, everything was so worth it. I could not stop crying. But at the same time, like I knew that I was meant to be in that position. For some reason, it's like it was my soul calling in a way. I just felt so at peace with everything. And even before the match, I was so confident. It was crazy. Like I had this coolness to me. I was in my zone from A to Z the whole match. And it's never been like that ever, but just for that final. So all of these, like, you know, yeah, all the hard work that I put in, you know, all the meditation, all the visualization, all the manifestations, like all of that brought me to that. So. I like your response because I'm kind of interested because where you're saying like you went into this confident, like even like, you know, you're facing not that I need to tell you, but it's like you're facing Serena Williams, who's accomplishing herself. But you're coming into this like, man, I felt confident. Like I could say that and I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm confident. But then someone's like, OK, but how confident? And you're like, all right, like honest hour here. I'm a little bit nervous, but I feel like I can take her. But you're just yeah, going in there yeah. like i got this and i'm just like okay i i, I still feel like did, can you check her cup just make sure nothing got poured in her cup like overconfidence or anything <laughs> like, <laughs> like like someone didn't slip something in to make it but sound i was like a, nervous yeah okay hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right. Don't That's get me good. wrong. <laughs> like, I was... Especially the first time I played her, because I played her in the finals of uh, the Canadian Open. She ended up retiring, which sucked for sure. I mean, nobody likes yeah. winning like that. But yeah, before that match, like I was crying to my coach. I was sobbing my eyes out because of all the emotions. And I was still wiping down my tears while I was walking on the court. <laughs> because I just I couldn't believe it. So it was kind of good that I had that moment before the U.S. Open final. 
because like I kind of got a taste of how it would be like in a way. Yeah, that's that's fair. I think in the I believe I read in the U.S. Open because I know like it to get a little bit personal too. Like you you're allowed to have your dog at the U.S. Open, right? So I mean that's beneficial, mm-hmm. right? Like when you win or we or you sneaked lo- her yeah. in. <laughs> yeah, you win or you lose. It's almost like all right. It's like your parents are there. Like give us a hug. No, where's my dog? I want my dog. Yeah, give me my damn dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's such a stellar thing in my life. Like she's incredible. Every time I look at her, I just smile. She makes me forget about everything. She's the cutest. When you reach a high of a high, you're like on top of the world. Like no one can come at you. You're kind of like, this is my peak. Now I know as Canadians, we're kind of trained to be more humble, more like almost like, yeah, like we you were okay. Yeah. We did okay. You're right. But like, I want to ask you, cause like, that right. comes in handy because sometimes when you don't get like the highs of highs and you just go through struggles, People can't really then say, well, mm-hmm. like, oh, she got knocked down a peg. It's like, no, she didn't. She was always humble. So how do you take that? Like when you st- when you think you have things in control and they just slip away from you, how do you bounce back? See how I did there? Tennis. Tennis puns. <laughs> yeah, bounce back. Good job. You, d- you did your research. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, for me it's not always easy. Like it's so easy to say things, but to actually do them can be so difficult sometimes. Like I have a lot of bad days. I did have a lot of bad days in 2020 and 2021. Let's just say a lot happened and I kind of wouldn't say lost my focus. I just lost a lot of love for myself. I would say because I kept identifying myself too much with the sport. If I won, I was pleased, like I was happy, but if I lost, it was like complete disaster. And I would basically put my, or base my worth off of that. And I was losing quite a bit in 2021. So that wasn't easy. And it was just like a down, down world, downward spiral. And uh, I ended up taking time off. I ended up taking like six months off. I told myself, I told my team that I just, I can't continue like this anymore. Like crying in my bed, like every other night. Like it just, I wasn't enjoying it anymore. And so that break just made me realize a bunch of things. Made me realize how much I truly love the sport. I kind of rediscovered myself in like other aspects as well. like. I picked up martial arts. I picked up dance again. I used to dance like back when I was like 10, but um, like I picked that up again and I realized how much I love that. And now I'm kind of like incorporating it in my training, just making it fun, just enjoying it again. Cause in 2019, I was just enjoying it. I was just going with the flow. Like nothing crazy. I want to get back to that. (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you feel like where you had the success and then where you were kind of like, again, like not winning as much matches, there was pressure. Cause now people are not viewing you as like, the number 153 ranked or number 100th ranked like they're looking at me like all right mm-hmm. she's winning and now all of a sudden is it like is this a fluke what's going on like listen i'm not pinpointing it as like all right let's let's let barrier but at the same point it's like i've been there i've been to points where like it, not that to the peak of professionalism but you you go and play bowling or you have a great soccer match and someone's like all right yeah. next week look out for him because he's going to score another six goals yeah. and then you don't score six ever again they're like what a plug. This guy sucks. And you're just like, I know I, I have feelings. I know people really don't care yeah. about what other people <laughs> think about, you know, just 
basically that like i get so many comments on oh you're just a fluke oh you're a one-hit wonder and whatnot and i mean back in the day i would believe that but now i realized a lot like i feel like i'm just more aware of everything around me even about my sport about my team my family my friends and just being very present helps me navigate towards that because i have to have social media you know to interact with fans sometimes it's not always the the best the thing but yeah. i know i have to do it it's a part of the a part of the gig but really staying in the present moment and realizing you know my worth and what i did achieve because what i achieved is something incredible sometimes i feel like i would downplay it but i have to tell myself like you did great and you know if you did it once you can do it again so that's kind of how i try to like deal with it yeah that's fair now like with other people that we've had on this podcast like obviously social media is kind of like a big topic I want to ask you, like, how do you kind of manage playing the sport and your social media? Because I know that I've read that you're kind of into like creative visualization. Now you used to spend more time at it. I think you said now it's like 15 minutes, but it's still something. And you, and yoga also helps too in terms of like just kind of meditating, get everything out of your head. But like, how do you handle that? Because like, I feel like there has to be a team behind you that's like, all right, weed out these tweets, weed out this stuff so that that doesn't get into our headspace. Or if you come across something that's negative, like how do you not retaliate, but more or less, how do you be like, all right, get that out of my system? Because I get one's comments where it's yeah. like, this podcast is mediocre, this host sucks. And I'm just like, but how can I be better? <laughs> that's the mindset. You just got to be like, how can I be better? Basically, like if, you know, you looked at one episode and you're like, oh, damn, like I missed a question or I said that question yeah. wrong or something like that. You know, you just got to keep getting better. Everybody make mis makes mistakes. And I try not to look at it as a failure. I try to look at it as a challenge or just adversity because failure is such a strong negative word and it gets into people's heads a lot and that's what i'm trying to adapt just keep getting better every single day like yeah i meditate for 15 minutes but i do other things like like that's the 15 minutes where i close my eyes you know and then there's yoga that's a form of meditation there's like mindful eating where you don't do anything you just focus on your eating or mindful walks or just things that helps you stay in the present moment regarding the whole social media thing man it's not always easy for sure but no. i try not to take things personally i think that's the one thing that us human beings are masters of we love taking things personally so i try to look at it as i know who i am i know what my worth is i know what i'm capable of who the heck are you yeah. you know that's kind of how i look at it and that just helps me stay confident and sometimes i'll just laugh it off uh, but most of the time i try not to look at that and i like to take social media breaks that's why i'm not always active on social media which isn't always a good thing but yeah. i want to also preserve my mental health and that's always a good thing for me Hello, I'm Wendy Mesley. There you are. A lot of people have wondered what happened to you. I could say the same about you, Maureen Holloway. Well, here we are, a few years after we left our previous jobs. We've been busy. 
we have a podcast. I know you're thinking who doesn't, but ours is really good. It's called Women of Ill Repute. We don't just talk to women, though. Just the most interesting people you'd ever want to meet. Artists, musicians, comedians, doctors, activists, convicts, writers, sex workers. Drop some names. Jan Arden, Pamela Anderson, Bruce Coburn, Samantha Irby, Louise Penny, Marilyn Dennis, Colin Mockery. We laugh, we cry, sometimes we argue. Come and find us. Our website is womenofillrepute.com. Or try Apple, Spotify, and all the podcast places. So now you know what happened to us, Women of Ill Repute. That's fair. I feel like, you know what, when I come across comments, like I said, if someone's like, you suck, this is the worst, blah, blah, I kind of come from a comedy background where I kind of like going like, all right, how do we implement that into the next episode where it's like you start off the podcast where like you take the comment where someone's oh, like, oh, there you go. Yeah. Like you suck. And you're like, all right, welcome to the podcast where you suck. I suck. Everyone sucks. Our guest today sucks. <laughs> and then they're just like, hold on. Why is he taking something that I was supposed to hurt his feelings with? and working with it in a show i'm like well keep going keep telling me more and i'm just going to use it humor and <laughs> laughter is honestly the best medicine just not taking things so seriously makes you first of all seem more confident and just a happy person people yeah. don't like that people hate that people people see you happy and yeah. they're just like how do i bring that down and you're just like go ahead give it a try it's so sad i, I want to ask you a little bit like Obviously, with athletes, you deal with injuries. I, I've dealt with an injury where it's like uh, I, a pinky. I broke my pinky. No, I'm only kidding. And that'd be like the, that'd be like horrible. Like go to bowling, and be like I can't bowl today, guys. What happened? Uh, my right pinky. They're like you're left-handed. I'd be like, shut up. <laughs> uh, but how do you? It still counts. Yeah, it still counts. I just don't want to play. I didn't want to tell anybody. Uh, but how do you like deal with injuries? Because I know like sometimes when you're away from a sport and you can't train because you're injured. Obviously, that's a setback because then you have to like work your way back to getting to where you were too. So with your injuries, how do you work through it? Like what was your mental state there? Uh, I'm just more or less interested because every athlete's different. I feel like if this was a Kobe Bryant interview, he'd be like, I just put some ice on it and I went back out and played. I'm like, great, yeah. Kobe. Great. He's insane. <laughs> yeah. He's insane. I wish I could have that kind of mentality. It's <sighs> not always easy, but um like, for instance, when I first got injured, I was always, like, super, super scared. But then once I started getting injured more, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to push through it because I'm sick and tired of just, like, you know, not playing. And sadly, that's kind of how my career went up until a year and a half ago. I haven't been injured for a year and a half. So I'm very grateful for that. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Knock there you go. Wood. Thank God I have wood here. Yeah, yeah. But how I dealt with it before was, first of all, I can't be how I was at the beginning, like too scared. And then I also can't be too, um, like too eager to like push through it. So I had to find a balance in between. And I really had to do my best at identifying what kind of pain it is, first of all. But obviously if it's a uh, injury where, you know, like I tore my meniscus one year, that you obviously need to take time off and that time off sucks first of all because rehab like you need patience for that that really sucks but I know that I have to do that so obviously I have to push myself through it but I feel for me it's more the mental side of it I just tell myself look like yeah it, it is part of the sport things can happen here and there but my main focus is how can I prevent this next time and 
I think I've been doing pretty good for a year and a half. So I'm hoping that I can continue. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, listen, I, I think it's kind of interesting, like, you know, going through the highs, lows, injuries, like all that that an athlete goes through. Like sometimes you're like, you forget they're human, right? Like when you mentioned about social media, some people will see an injury and be like, that's it. She's done. All right, cool. It's over. And yeah. you're like, it's still a person behind the screen there. And I'm sure you wouldn't say it to their face. Now, some people would. And you're kind of like, <laughs> all right, kudos. Some people shout, would. Shout out to you. Uh, we like to have a bit of a fun aspect at the end of this uh, episode. It's called a random yeah. question generator. So I have no control over this. Okay. It's just random questions. Uh, so the first, one okay. that the first one that they've got here is, what's your favorite uh, fast food place? Like a place that you're like, yeah, got to stop there. I love Wendy's and In-N-Out. Okay. I like pizza. I don't know. Do you guys have Wendy's in the state? We have, have, Wendy's, we have in Wendy's in Newfoundland, yeah. I don't no, know. Wendy's at Wendy. Oh, in the States here right now. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, Oh God, I, I kind of want That's where right you're now. going. <laughs> watch your favorite kind of corny movie that you'll watch over and over again. No matter if someone's like, that's super cheesy. You're going to sit down and watch it. Uh, good question. Mine's always Mr. Deeds. Uh, oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. I like Mr. Bean movies. Or I don't know if this is corny, but the movie like Horrible Bosses or Date Night or okay. those kinds of movies. <laughs> All right. What's an artist that you currently listen to right now to like pump yourself up? If you say Drake's new album, I'm going to be like, you are a liar. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No, pass on that. Kendrick Lamar and uh, Eminem. That's yeah, that's fair. I listen to Eminem. Sometimes I, I'm just to like just make sure my surroundings before I listen to it because I'm just like, man, I'm still white, I'm still corny, so you know, don't <laughs> want to be too hard. What would you consider a most embarrassing moment in your life that you wouldn't want people to know about, but you're kind of okay talking about? Like it's kind of like it's not the most embarrassing thing ever, but you're like, hey, this thing happened to me, and some people can relate to it. Mine is all, you know what, so, you, don't, you, you don't have to overthink it. Mine is always waving at people. And then yeah. it's not even the person that you know. You're like, hey. And then it's like, oh. Oh, that's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I can talk about this one story. Well, it's not really a story, but I was 14 and I didn't bring a pair of shoes. So I had to play with my opponent's shoes and they were much bigger than mine. I was like, yeah, not 14. I think I was like 12 or 13. And they fell off like twice during the match. Like they just slipped right off. That was to me like so fucking embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I feel like I, I feel like to go with oh, yours, boy. I was in a hockey tournament once and you needed like a jock strap jock and they gave me this big huge one and it would and it wouldn't fit so every time it kept falling oh out my and, and of course you have a bunch of guys that's like oh my god look at the size of his and i'm just like excuse me this is a like a 50 year old thing and i'm 12 stop it <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious oh my god thank you so much for coming on yeah i really enjoyed it you're okay. really funny i love your humor <laughs> That's going to do it for this episode of Tobin Tonight. Our thanks to Bianca Adrescu for coming on to the show. Remember, you can find past, present, and future episodes on TobinTonight.com, Spotify, and iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and leave a comment or two. 
For Tobin and myself, this is Jacob saying thank you for listening and good night. Hi, I'm Mercedes Nickel, four-time Winter Olympian and host of Dropping In, a podcast with Mercedes. This is a podcast where I interview a bunch of different people. I get the good, the bad, and the ugly, as well as I share my stories along the way. Now you can drop in at droppingin.com or subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube. I'll see you soon. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.